Hey, yo, kid. Watch out for the jab. podcast let's do it whoop, whoop. so um y'all's feet still vibrating from that show yeah <laughs> i think i had yeah. like five heart attacks yeah it's uh it's something man when you're standing that close to the base yeah it was really cool i there was a point where i told you it's like you can like feel it in your body mm-hmm. it sounded like some like i'm on drugs type shit but like i actually you could feel like the the vibrations in your body so we uh we went to a show last night at stereo live uh we actually just bought the tickets didn't even listen to the artist just went mm-hmm. And it was really cool. The artist was Eptic, mm-hmm. and uh, it was badass, man. The thing that I think is the funniest about those shows is like, uh, I was pretty, I was relatively sober, mm-hmm. and you just, watching people who are that fucked up is so much fun when you're sober. Mm-hmm. So many people just gone, zombies, yeah. dude. Zo- exactly, zombies. Zombies yeah, just swaying. The most friendly group of zombies you've ever did meet in your entire life. <laughs> it's like Disney Channel zombies for you. <laughs> I can say for myself, it wasn't. It's not my ideal place to be, man. Yeah, I, I personally a place with Alec being bumped into and constantly rubbed up against is yeah. not a place for and Alec. having having guys like hit on your girl and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, man. I you know I get it often, but I don't like to go put myself in those situations. It's just negative. I, I like to work on myself, and I feel like that brings me down because yeah. of like anger and shit. So that makes sense. I try to stay away, and the music. Personally, I don't. I wouldn't listen to it in my car or yeah. like outside of my. I enjoy the experience, but I can't. I can't see myself going back. I think it's just like the energy at those shows is really cool. Like I see people like dance harder there more than like any other concert I've seen. Yeah. Like I, I'm like pretty used to that scene because I used to do a promotion in Minneapolis for a few years for EDM shows. So like I like do really well in that element. Like I think I like talk to more people though at like those type of shows and like in public or at different events and stuff. It's a really interesting subculture. Yeah, um, you see, you see a lot of people that it's. I think it's a place the same way that hip hop draws a certain group of people that need that like shelter of that genre. It's the same thing for those guys. And um, the the common thing when you look at those people at those shows is like you probably think that everybody's on drugs or like really fucked up or whatever. But like I would imagine there's some people who go there and that's like therapeutic and like relaxing. yeah, they enjoy it. Yeah, relaxing for them. And yeah, from like Brock's perspective, like he submerged himself in the scene and he understands it. And for me, I don't really submerge myself like yeah, that and put sure. myself out there so maybe if i did that more i would maybe enjoy it but getting there would be a little hard for me yeah so i think that with that genre of like music the live shows i think like edm more than other genres you really don't have to know the artist to have a right. good time because you're just dancing to like no words anyway it's just right. music but i like i like personally going to concerts with artists that i know if they're gonna be singing and stuff so i could sing along and you enjoy it and like the previous one we went to i forgot the name yeah me too yeah me too that was fun because he was playing like a lot of songs that i knew it was very interactive with something that i've listened to in the past this one was just a lot of like a skrillex type Mm -hmm. thing just a lot of wah 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 and a lot of some of those noises i was just like is something is something broken here (laughs) this guy he's taking his time it's yeah. cool that a lot of those sounds that like, they make though, like no, that sounds never been done before they do that. Yeah, it's kind of cool to think about. Yeah, but yeah, like I had a I had a good experience. Like we were we were chilling out, and then we got to like get out of there and like sit down outside. So that was pretty cool. And like I was still listening to the music from outside to a certain extent, and just like interacting with other people. So I had a, I had a good time. It's just not my scene. Yeah, like personally. 
the the next show that we go to is, I think should definitely be at White Oak. I love that venue mm-hmm. so much. It's I've so, never been there before. It's, it's great, man. You'll like it. At the end of the evening, like you can see the the skyline, and cool. it's just it's just perfect. So um, I'm gonna be keeping an eye out for next shows coming up with that. Yeah, yeah. Stereo Live is an interesting uh, area because it's just a stri- street of like strip clubs, yeah. yeah, and stuff. It's a dirty place. <laughs> You're gonna have some crazy experiences. I feel. Yeah. I went to I went to Stereo Live for. Um, an artist that I actually saw with you for the first time, G- Big Gigantic. Oh no, that you weren't with me. No, but well, I went to Stereo Live to watch an artist for a friend of mine's birthday party. He had like a little section, and the sections there are really small. They're about as big as this table. And the weirdest part about it was one of the girls that was there kept letting like random dudes in. So I'm facing out towards the stage, and every time I turned around, there's like one or two more guys. And you had like VIP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the weird thing is, is a lot of those people are just. I don't know if it's because they were just like really high or what was going on, but they just looked so shady and like they're mm-hmm. up to something. And I kept turning around and looking, like we had all of our drinks on the table, and I saw like guys like looking down at our drinks, like with their hands ringing. It's like, oh god, <laughs> yeah. So I was with a girl, and I, t- I just told her, I was like, ditch your drink, like you just don't drink your drink, because you know there's like six dudes behind us. This is a small space, and and you know mm-hmm. who knows what those guys are on. And I was like, yeah, really? Was like that was that insane? Yeah, dude. And wow, that's fucking random. Because again, you know, wild. they, they could have just they been, wild. They could have been just turned up, and I was misreading the gestures and facial expressions. But I, was just I like, mean, eh. I feel to a certain extent you can never be too safe. Yeah, you know you. If you do feel a little suspicious, like there might be something going on. Dude, that same friend, the guy whose birthday it was, he actually did get roofied at one point. Really? He, he was out with his cousin. He was out with his cousin, and hell no, uh, they got a drink. They got drinks, and he drank both of them. Like drank both of the drinks that they got, mm-hmm. and then he was like pooped. He pooped himself and was like puking, and he was like really sick and Damn. didn't remember any of it. I've always heard that if you have to question it, it's not worth it to drink it. There For sure. Yeah. That's how I. Yeah. For sure. So I feel. I, yeah, I'd be I'd be interested to see uh, you know go to some different types of uh, concerts. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm down to do like any type of genre mm-hmm. uh, for real. I want to go to a like a just straight up polka, polka. concert. Yeah, <laughs> German just as German as it gets. Wisconsin as hell. Yeah. <laughs> do they have polka concerts here? No, I, I don't think you'd even call it a concert if it's polka. <laughs> it's probably it? just like a, a bar. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they're probably not selling out. What's that thing called with? You know what I'm talking about? Where they use it for poker? Accordions. Like, accordion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a guy with an accordion. Yeah, just one. That's one the man original band. DJ right there. Yeah. You know how they have the noise little sound pack. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you pull that guy pulls up even in like the Hispanic culture. Like it's yeah. going down. He's yeah. gonna play every song, yeah. and they're all singing along. You know, it'd be really fun to do um, mm-hmm. if we went out in public somewhere with an accordion and just saw how long we could get people to sit and watch when we didn't know how to play and just mm. pretend like we're prepping to play and see how oh, long really? we, yeah, like, see how long we can keep people's attention <laughs> and just like alright guys here we go and I'm pretend we're setting everything up and like hold on one second and act like we're adjusting <laughs> stuff and just, you know, put a time around and see how long we can do it for but not never play never play a note oh even. we're not playing a note no, not even faking it yeah you just, just you setting just up see how long you can get them to stay around you have to be a good ass like good at putting on a show of you nothing. gotta look like you know what you're doing yeah. exactly we're like you know like Later hosens or something? I don't know what that Later? is. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Later hosens. I think it's something that people who you know play accordions mm. wear. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's accordion wear. Oh. Anyone who wants to fact check that, send it to the jab. <laughs> so we're gonna um, we're gonna answer one of our questions that we got from one of our viewers this week. By the way, thank you guys so much for sending those in. It's it's really entertaining. Some That's of tight. them, some of them, we we had we can't really like 
answer these questions. Yeah, they're on pretty air. out there. Yeah, but uh, the first one we have here is Al. You want to take this one? Yeah, yeah. So it's Angela Jean. She asked, "What are the turnoffs that you usually find in women amongst the three of you?" Hmm. So what basically turns you off that girls do? Okay. <laughs> Jared and I had a conversation about something that turns him off today. I thought it was pretty interesting. Well, what you, oh, okay. So um, <laughs> one of my biggest turnoffs is so I'm I'm a fitness professional. I you know I train people right. and work at gyms. And one of the things that I'm not a big fan of is CrossFit body girls. And and I don't mm. mean that like you know in the sense of like girls shouldn't have muscles. I mean like CrossFit body girls. And you're, a lot of you might know Al. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're right? working out different muscles that yeah. aren't really critiquing they're, a body type. They're it's real, just, real wide in the shoulders and just narrow in the hips and like very manly legs. Yeah, it's just yeah. not my thing, you know. Like they're all core, you know. I like a little mm. curve, and yeah, it's just not. That's not. That's my. That's one of my biggest turnoffs. Is like a, a rigid. Yeah, like I mean, body. if you got bigger traps than me, I ain't really about yeah. it. It's interesting because we saw this woman earlier that I thought was just gorgeous, like ten out of ten. She had a beautiful face. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, she's so hot, and you're like, you think so? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. But I don't see what you see, so. I thought she was very attractive. But yeah, I mean, it's not it's not just it's more about like I don't know why. I just I I think I I love Mervs. That's what I like to call them, muscly Mervs. Curves. Yeah, Mervs. <laughs> Mervs. But not Sounds just like an old guy's name. Not just muscles and not just curves, but Mervs. <laughs> hey, I'm going to have a drink muscles with Merv. Yeah. <laughs> We're drinking old fashions later. <laughs> hey Merv, wake up. Get your head out of the toilet bowl. Ah. <laughs> Somebody say Merv. <laughs> Yeah, I think one of the biggest turnoffs that I find in girls is when they just randomly start laughing at things that aren't funny because they like a guy. Yeah, just conversation wise, and I'm just conversation wise, and I'm just looking at them like I didn't say anything funny, or that guy didn't say anything funny. I'm just like, oh shit. You know what's the funny thing about men is like I feel like it takes us a long time to realize that's what's happening. Mm. Like we just take all the first few laughs yeah. as like, well, I'm just funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a comedian. Yeah, 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 yeah. I might go on stage pretty soon. It's like, this is going really well. <laughs> She's laughing at all my jokes. And then after a while, I was like, oh, you're just doing it. I feel <laughs> yeah. good. You just want to sleep with me. <laughs> I'm just like, my eyes are up here. I'm going to go to the restroom. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> I've made some jokes to some girls before that I just got nothing. Mm, oh, that's just, and that's the girl you marry. Oh, my God. <laughs> She'll I put mean, you in check real quick. They're just like, what? It's like, you, dude. You know, Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I I made a Holocaust joke one time to a, to a date. Yeah, and you were I don't. Really, why would you joke? You were really Holocaust. pushing limits. I don't quite remember how it went. I just remember like it was just terrible because Rose I made the Anne looking ass. I made the joke and she didn't say anything, and then I tried to like explain it, mm, and then explaining you, the joke. Oh, made that it made it worse. worse. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. It wasn't. Oh guys, <laughs> it wasn't even a Holocaust joke. So much worse is a 9-11 joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Holy. Holy, wow. Oh, man, it's horrible. I just wish I could remember it. Me too. <sighs> if, it, if it comes back to me, I'll say it. All I just right. can't Stay remember Stay tuned. I heard some pretty funny 9-11 jokes. Do you remember <laughs> when we first moved here and we wanted to go downtown and we were like, yeah, let's go check out the museum district. And we went and we went to a Holocaust museum. Yeah. It was like early in the morning and yeah. we were so pumped and we went through it. And then by the end, we we're just like... Yeah, I kind of want to go home and take a nap. I bet like, that's sad. Yeah, it, it was ruins horrible. Your day. And we just moved here. We're just like, we're in Houston. It's going down. Yeah. <laughs> in my head, I imagine the curator like finds stuff online. He's like, yeah, that's that's so sad. Let's 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 make a display mm-hmm. for that. Display. <laughs> well, and I mean, videos. they're not going to show like happy times yeah. at the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah I don't I, know what we, I don't know what I was thinking. I doubt there was a game room in Auschwitz. You know, like. <laughs> I just remember thinking like I'm going to see some really like different things uh, today, like, and yeah, they, they were definitely yeah. different. Yeah, wild. Well, back to the question. 
Oh yeah, we got <laughs> oh, yeah. so off topic. Yep. What don't you like in women? Sorry. Holocaust. Sorry, Brock, what's yours? Um, I feel like over the years, um, the turnoffs are becoming more like personality traits. Yep. Um, and I think to me, like one thing is like, if I go on a date with a girl and she's really like. Um, she never offers to like pay for anything and she doesn't say thank you for anything. And then another like thing is if she says a comment about like, Oh, my dream is to not work or something like that. Yeah. It, it turns me off. It's I want to like, be what do you stay do? at like, home with 25 do? kids. Uh, like what, what do you want to bring to the table to like make me feel good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's just something that when I hear that, it's like, Ooh, Houston has a weird thing. A lot of the women are like that where, yeah. I don't know. It must be like a Southern thing because you know, like in the South, True. like the man takes care of the, the woman, you know, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, girls are just aspire to do nothing, but mm-hmm. have a rich husband or you know, yeah. I'm just all for equality. So yeah, I want to make sure we're on the same page. You know, I saw something really Whoop. cool on um, on Instagram by a photographer named at Dev, Dev Matic, and he was talking about the sixty dollar date. Like that should be the thing. It's like your date should you should expect to pay only only spend up to sixty bucks. Like on the first date or on a date. Where's he date. living? He lives in Houston. Oh sure. Oh, really? Yeah. But sixty bucks is still a little expensive. You know, that's a like that's like two movie tickets. I'm ex- sometimes I'm, I'm, on a first date. I'm definitely expecting to yeah. pay yeah, 60, sixty bucks. Yeah, I try to do freebies. Freebies are good, mm-hmm. um, especially when money's tight. You know? Yeah, you don't want to spend your last dollar yeah, on a date, if, especially if it doesn't go well. Oh, if it goes bad, yeah. Mine was ice cream. Ice cream is the best one. Because it's like it's like you can run away from ice cream, and usually she's not going to eat a lot of ice cream. You know what's funny, Al? Is you you described a date that I had went on when I first moved to Texas. Really? You, yeah. When you said you went to got you went walked to get you walked to met up at a movie, walked to get ice cream. I went on that same date yeah. when I moved here from a girl. That's what I. I used an app practical. called Plenty O Fish. Maybe it was the same girl. Um, like R. Kelly no. and Usher song. I hope so. Girl. Yeah. No. This was. Uh, I did sing This that. was a crazy <laughs> ass girl. This girl wasn't this crazy before. Uh, you made her crazy. After I don't think I don't think so. <laughs> But yeah, we went on that same date in the woodlands. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's cheap. It's Gotta like, love cheap dates. Yeah, it's a, I spent like fifteen bucks because she paid for the movie tickets. Nice. She, I got there and she was waiting inside. She bought them already. I was like, Hell yeah. didn't even give you an option. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, yeah the, and the woodlands is pretty, pretty Dude, place. When I first moved here, I didn't really get the weather. So like, I, I'm a sweaty guy as it is. Mm-hmm. Like right now in the studio, I'm sweating and it's like seventy two degrees in here. Um. It is exactly 72 degrees in here. And I was wearing like a jean, <laughs> like a jean button-up shirt, you know, like a blue jean shirt. And uh, I was sweating my dick off just from like walking Did to the car. Did you find it? <laughs> 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 I was, just from walking to the car to inside the theater, just dripping in sweat. And then when she wanted to walk around after, I was just pouring sweat off my face. There's Damn. no way to feel like cool and casual on a sweaty-ass date. Mm-hmm. Brock started this new thing where he's been trying to wear jeans as much as possible yeah. throughout this summer. Mm-hmm. How's it I'm been going? I'm the heat. How's it going? Um, it's fine. I are wore you... pants last night. I was real sweaty. Are but... you sweating your dick off? No, it stayed on. It mm, stayed on pretty it well. It did. I yeah. uh, I just feel a certain way Jordan when saw I it. wear shorts. A couple nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to know it's still there. <laughs> dick print shorts. Dick print. Dick DPS. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I feel more confident in pants. I think I like the way they look and my outfit better. So I only try to wear shorts for, um, like working out or dick appointments or just chilling. Like right now I'm wearing some basketball shorts, but I'm not going out. You know, I wouldn't, I don't really like wearing shorts going yeah. out. Is it I think you, personal opinion. That goes back to the question of what I feel is a turnoff in a girl is a real 
Like, how real can I be with you? Yeah. And wear some, something like that, or you can wear something like that around me. No makeup, stuff like that. Mm. It's like, how real can we get? And if we can be on the same level about that, yeah. don't but have to dress up all the time. I think it's more of a personal thing. Like, I'll feel better about myself, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll have more to give. That's true. So, it's, and I'll say that to girls, and they're like, oh, I think shorts look good on you. Like, you look cool in shorts. I'm not trying to just, like, talk myself up, but, like, they, <laughs> hey, they baby, said that shorts they look amazing. <laughs> they said that they don't mind or think I look stupid, but it's just a personal thing. Like, I, I don't really like wearing shorts. That's just a personal thing. Like, I don't think, like, all people in shorts look like fucking doofuses. But, yeah. Um, I just personally like wearing pants, so I've, I've, I've worn pants in 100 degree weather here, and yeah. it sucks, but I feel better about it. Unless I get swamp ass and stuff. Yeah, swamp ass. But at least I look cool. Because only I know that I have swamp ass. No. <laughs> it's pretty easy to catch on. Like, when it's like 103 degrees outside and, like, humidity is just crazy. It's like, you see a person in shorts or pants, you're like, I, you know. I can guarantee mm. you that ass crack is dripping. I was at the mall, and it's an outside mall. I saw someone in, like, a jean jacket, oh. sweatshirt underneath, and then, like, jeans on. I was like, this dude. Denim top and bottom. Yeah, he looked fresh, it's, but yeah. he's it's pushing the limits. It. It's worth it. It is. Maybe not the jacket. Pants. I'm cool with pants. Yeah. I saw somebody, uh, we were in the car together, and it was super hot. Yeah. And I saw somebody in jeans, like, you know they have to be hot. Yeah, because that guy looked like he had a sweaty ball sack. Oh, yeah. It was when we went to Walmart. That's when we saw the attractive girl from our last episode. <gasps> yeah. I saw, a guy, <laughs> I saw a guy walking into Walmart, just jeans. But I also think it's not out of the ordinary for people to wear pants in the, in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, like, yeah. it's not only me that thinks that. You know, you know. How I know that it's such a like Houston's too hot is because it's such a big deal that they're building a swimming hole here, like a city of like three million people, and they're like, we're building a swimming hole. They like, just decided, yeah. Just, like, just all of a sudden, yeah. I didn't see that they're building a swimming hole like downtown. Yep. So, um, Houston's making a swimming hole for everyone to um, put it on the map and keep summer a little cool. Cool. And we're actually gonna go out to Axelrad, and what they're doing is they're doing a fundraiser to raise money for Houston. How long do you think before someone dies? In the swimming hole? Yeah. Yeah, Swimming holes are notorious for deaths. I mean, red granite? Yeah, so the swimming hole back home, um, there's a plaque before you walk up with, like, all people's names that died this year. I forgot. Yeah, it's just like a monument. People are definitely going to die in the Houston yeah. swimming hole. Whenever I, think it was, whenever I hear swimming holes, I think of over by, like, Austin area. Like, yeah, that one Barton Springs. Hole. Yeah. Barton Pool. Yeah, by Hamilton, mm-hmm. right? Hamilton pool. That's, that, that, cool that, that I feel like is the thing with Houston is Houston is so there's just so much trash just like like blowing around that mm. if we put something nice like that up it's gonna be filled with and know, needles. In so a month. many people. Yeah, so many. People. So many peeing people. in the water. I wonder how big it's going to be. It has to be huge. It's gotta be it's big. Gotta be big. The, the closer they put it inside the loop, the bigger it has to has to be. Yeah. You know, do you so for a swimming hole, I'd imagine that you don't charge people for that, right? So if a bunch mm, of homeless people, think. Not, in Houston they charge for everything. Yeah, Do you true. think if a bunch of homeless people came to the swimming hole and like got in, like they would kick them out, or they would be like, oh, oh for sure, police will find a way to police will find a way to some find a yeah. law like you can't be here. They always do. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing with homeless people is like they're not all. It looks, it's like um, they don't all fit that same mold. Mold is yeah. I, mm-hmm. When I went to Hawaii, oh, sure. 
I went to Hawaii once, and I hung out with a homeless dude the yeah. entire time I was there. Whoa. The whole time. I think in, like, Cali and Hawaii, some people are just <laughs> I want to hear the story. <laughs> yeah. That's what this was. His name was Pedro. And Were you hung out with him the whole time? Yeah, the whole every day. It was like we got up and, like, got excited to go hang out with Pedro. My brother and I, uh, we left the hotel in search of weed, as young men do. Of and course. Uh, we were walking down the street, and this guy was selling banana banana leaves things, like roses and hats. And we're like, that oh, guy sorry. definitely smokes weed. Yeah, he looked like sure. he kind of looked like Mott's son. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we go up to him, and like it was the weirdest. Like we like sat down and asked him about his leaves shit, and then just kind of you know asked him for weed. And uh, he said that he couldn't help us, but he knows someone that could. And we'd walk past this guy when we he was like sitting like typical homeless guy sitting with a box in between his legs with a shirt off on the side of the um, corner of the street on the post, okay. like you know just chilling. So he walks over there first. He has to see our IDs, I guess, because he wants to see that we're not like local or something. I don't know what it is. Mm. Um, so we walk over there, and his name's Pedro. He gets up, and he's like, yeah, just follow me. And he's, like, probably, like, mid-20s, you know, like 25, 26. Uh, he has a big backpack, and he's like, follow me. So, like, idiots, you know. That we, sounds like an undercover cop situation. I know. Like, so, let me see your IDs. And we, <laughs> we didn't even question it, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So we follow Pedro off of the strip and into an alleyway. And, uh, no, wait. So we follow Pedro off of the strip onto uh, into an Apple store. And he goes into the Apple store, and we're just kind of like, what the, f-? you know, what's going on? And he uses one of the test phones to call his dude, like one of the what? phones that are like out there on the displays. Yeah, he uses one of those phones to call his guy, and we go meet up with his guy. And we ended up hanging out with those two dudes every day. And Pedro, huh. Pedro went to jail the last, so two days before we left, Pedro went to jail. We couldn't find him. Like, it's funny because he was so easy, like he's so homeless that you could just kind of like walk to a certain part of the street. And like, Pedro didn't be was. there. Mm. So we asked the banana guy about it because Pedro didn't have shoes and we bought Pedro's shoes oh, and nice. we were going to give them to him because we didn't want to leave without giving him the shoes. And the banana guy's like, I'll just take them. Nice. Know, I'll give them to him. But you know, he he's just, damn you know, well. You could feel like the banana mm. man's struggling too. Um, so banana Pedro, man. <laughs> Pedro got out, got out that the night before we left. And he said he went to jail for something. And um, we gave Drugs. him shoes. And he was, he was super appreciative. Like, he was... in the coolest thing is, like, we were young kids. And we had, like, mom's credit card at that point. And she's like, go have fun. And um, we, we he never asked us for anything. Like, we we got him a beer one night. Or he got us beer. So Probably we got just happy beer. to hang out with someone. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. never asked for anything. Like, we smoked with him. We just went to, like, different parks and smoked. And he was really cool. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, homeless people are just so random. And some people just don't want to live in a home. Yeah, they that's what he was like. They like to be, like, in the world. But I can say Houston homeless people and Austin homeless people They're different. are insane. Yeah. I was walking in Austin, and there was this guy under the bridge, and it was yeah. me and Sylvia. And he was he was jacking off yeah. at us under the bridge. And I was at a moment, I was like, do I say something? Yeah. Or like, do I just get stared Stop at it? jacking off. As a man, <laughs> that was very uncomfortable. What constitutes being jacked off at you know like was a dick pointing at you what I said. Like, hey look at me yeah i was i felt violated and then i'm like if i do say something is he gonna get up and then i have to deal with like you know <laughs> he all... still got his dick out <laughs> and like if he grabs me with his out. hand hey like, over here he's got a dick hand yeah dude that's yeah. the case the dick hands so i also with homeless people i think every homeless person's story is so different yeah i mean well not everyone is so different but there are a lot of different stories of how they got there so it you can't really generalize and say just like oh homeless people suck because someone just have like misfortunate like yeah. stories it's just, yeah they're just and there's cool homeless people like like you said. yeah pedro well, shout out to pedro yeah, that's cool to that pedro you took you i guess hung out with him that's- yeah my mom was really mad because she asked us, she's like, what do you guys do the whole time? I was like, oh, we hung out. Like, when she heard we hung out with a homeless guy the it's whole time weird. we were on vacation, 
She mm. was not comfortable with it. I'd be concerned too if my yeah. kid was doing that. Dude, every time I go on vacation, it's never the traditional experience. Like it's always like we it. always like get on some like under under the boardwalk, so to speak, type of stuff. Yeah, under the boardwalk. Yeah, but and, and it's so dangerous when you're that age. Like when we were in Florida one time, and again searching for weed, and some guy with savage tattooed on his forearm, little, yeah. little dude. Um, my brother found him. And uh, the plan was he was supposed to go find someone and then, like, come back to us and we'll all go with him so that way nothing shady happens. <laughs> but he didn't come back to us. He just kept going. Like, he walked with the guy and talked to him and he just kept walking off, like, off the boardwalk into, like, by these bathrooms. So my other brother and I, like, following him, like, what? you know, trying to make mm-hmm. sure, like, we're like, trying to sneak and make sure. But it was all good. He was, he was cool. We met up with him a couple times before we left. But it was just every time on vacation we just go into, like, shady Shady situations like that sounds like such a bad idea. That's, like follow the homeless guy off the strip. Yeah, the that's yeah. crazy. It sounds a lot similar to my story. I went to Barbados with Connor. Mm. Yeah, shout out Connor. And he was um on the beach. We're on the beach, and we're like, yeah, let's let's get some weed. Like hell yeah, we're in Barbados on vacation. I want to yeah. do it. So Connor's at the bar, and he's asking this like the bartender, like, hey man, where can I get some stuff? And like I'm sure that guy gets it all day, yeah. so he knows. And we're not from there, For so sure. he. Calls up his homie and some like weird short guy showed up and he's like, I can get you any car on the island. Like, what's up? Like, we can do everything. Guy. We're just like, we just want some weed. And he's like, all right, follow me to the bathroom. Like, there's this random hotel bathroom. So Connor went and I was chilling because I was on the beach. I'm like, uh, but I was following close behind. Yeah. So I was behind them just like waiting for something to happen because I had Connor's back, but from a distance. So I mm. went to the bathroom. Everything was cool. He came out and then the Coast Guard rolls up with like eight boats. And there's like they have machine guns and stuff because they're it's like a yeah. different country, and we just run. Yeah. My mom was there too; she was running with us. Yeah, that's a <laughs> scary situation. Yeah. So we just guns. ran, and I'm like, Connor, drop it! And he's like, No! So he held on to it, and we he we ran off the beach, and then we went back to the we got like a Airbnb or whatever, like a house, and we just were chilling there, and nothing happened. Great, that was we were very fortunate. Damn, that's scary. Still got to smoke. Yeah, but. It could have went down, dude. I couldn't imagine yeah, going to jail in a foreign j- place. Because of weed? I feel like they would be more chill about that in Barbados. But since we're from a different country, mm. they would have, like, I feel like they're looking for something. Because they were, like, they patrol the streets True. and all that stuff. Do you know some places, like, in Jamaica, when you go on vacation, um, the drug dealers have to stand in the water? Like, if you're at a resort, they can't come onto the shore. They have to stand in the water to sell you drugs. Because mm, it's, like, technically... Uh, off the... Yeah. <laughs> you're not One of my in. friends, her and her husband just went with a bunch of people to Jamaica. She's I want to go, that. dude. She said they just pull out handfuls. Like, she said she had a big, giant cup um, from, like, the bar she was drinking at. And it was, like, cups, like, three feet tall. And the guy just filled it. <laughs> what? Yeah, just pulled out handfuls and just filled it up for her. And was like, hey, take this. Wow. Yeah. Not like that in America. Not no. like that not at, at all. all. It's quite the opposite. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of regulations. And yeah, stuff. even where it's even where it's decriminalized and it's mm-hmm. recreational, like there's still so many regulations on where you get it from, and you have to get searched and ID'd and yeah. stuff. I mean, they can't even use the banks if you do sell it legally. Mm-hmm. Wow! I need a diet coke. <sighs> Where's the diet coke? Yeah, Thanks. and if you. <laughs> If you do like sell it legally, like in California and Oregon and mm-hmm. things, you can't even use the banks. Like you can't deposit the money. Yeah, yeah, you gotta pay all cash mm-hmm. and stuff. So. Uh, it's just crazy how much supply they have there and how much cash they have on hand. Yeah. And so that's why I, they have to have those extra like security measures. Um, this the ID checks and only a certain amount of people can be there. Not that there are things out that you can just grab and steal. 
but the more people in there, the more op- opportunity there would be for someone to start some trouble for sure. Oh, easily. Yeah. I was hurt when it first like dropped, like they legalized things. I heard like all the owners were just getting robbed left and right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. big money. Cause they had to like go to their house or their safe house, wherever they were storing it. And just like people just scope them out and just rob the shit out of them. You know, mm-hmm. I've heard that there's a big influx of homeless people in a lot of the places where it's been legalized. I think it, a lot of people kind of, to me, I don't see how it correlates. Cause like, Homeless people can't afford weed, even if it is legal. It's like, you know, it's like, but... Wait, I, so they're saying that the homeless is caused because people are smoking weed more? No, that more people, more homeless people have flocked to those places. Like oh, Seattle because of and, the weed. And, and hmm. uh, Colorado, and places in Colorado and stuff. I mean, like hippie? Well, homeless people, um, or people who can't afford their habits, find a way to make it happen. Yeah. I guess, honestly, the, the way I thought it was, was like, people that are stoned are more likely to give you things. If you ask them, like, 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 like you, be less stingy. Yeah, think yeah about, man. Yeah, like, it's like, hey, what's mine is I yours, like, brother. You want my shirt? Exactly. <laughs> like, people just get so open when they're high. They're just like, you know, take this. This is yours. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I believe that there is a actually a direct correlation, though, in the fact that like it's proven that there's more people in the area. But that could also be that there are more people in the, that living in Denver now and stuff. Like I know Denver has a huge like homeless problem that's gotten worse over the past like ten years or whatever. And I think that could be because there's just so many more people there in general, yeah. and it's gotten so expensive that people can't afford to live in their houses that they were living in. So, so what are they going to do? You know? Yeah. Hmm. Well, there are a lot of places. Um, there's a deterrent for for homeless people where they find wherever there's places where like they're, they tend to just lay. They um, have spikes that go up mm-hmm. at nighttime. They put them down on the ground or in the ground, so they come up, so we can't lay there. Mm-hmm. Like, one, that's such a that's a kind of brutal. One thing yeah, that I heard brutal. that was happening in California, there was this really rich guy who was building the homeless like little shelters, not mm-hmm. a house, but just like a multi living space, like hmm. in an office and things. Yeah, and the government was tearing them down. Yeah, just because of random because of the laws are just like no, like that's, they wanted yeah. them to be homeless and yeah. stuff. That's so. what I was saying. Like the police will find ways to you know. Keep manipulate the system in the system that's a mm-hmm. subculture i'd really love to explore honestly Being homeless yeah like i because i grew up in shelters like a couple shelters when i was a kid but that's different because i was so young that they did a, they separated us a lot so like the kids and the women were in like a whole different building so like i didn't you know get to see a lot of that subculture but i think it's interesting for sure because mm-hmm. those guys there's just like a there's got to be a system and it's, it's not. I know it sounds weird to say that there's a system for homeless people but i feel like there's like a trading system and there's just like a a oh, cool sure. or there'd be something cool to be able to learn from it and yeah. those people have insights i mean they go through some shit some of mm-hmm. those people have a story yeah yeah there, there was this rap group that i was listening to it's an older rap group but the guy came out with a documentary on netflix and was homeless for like a year i forgot the name of the is it bone thugs uh, no, it sounds it like i think one of the guys one of them something with like the same like type of genre yeah. Um, yeah, a guy made a documentary and just like dropped everything and just left his like mansion and went homeless. Yeah. For... Oh, by choice. Mm-hmm, by choice. Wow. Mm-hmm. I thought it was something like they fell off. I think that'd be really no, cool just to do. Wanted to do it because he was like, I'm sick of like being around the people that are like rich all the time. Yeah, he wanted a different yeah. perspective with his music and stuff, so he just took like a couple years off and went homeless. They oh. made a documentary on it. I'll find out by the end of this episode what it's called homeless is kind of a flexible term even though because like you could be sleeping on someone's sure. couch and technically oh, yeah. homeless just for example i know there are a lot of other musicians and um, actors and stuff like that but like g easy after his first album which did pretty well before his second one with like that one platinum or whatever he was living on couches and he said he considered himself homeless because he didn't own a home yeah. and it's true you know saying it's a fact but he still had money and stuff yeah like he could 
get Airbnbs, but he was just sleeping on people's couches. So I think the term homeless is so like big. You can't just you can't say homeless people do this or homeless people do yeah, that. True. I mean, we do as humans, as society, we we put homeless people in this in this category, but it's really so broad. So the movie was Skid Row, and it's guy from the Fu- Fugees. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. Um, his name is Prass Michael. Yeah. Yeah, so he just dropped everything and went homeless, dude. It was a really cool documentary. I enjoyed wow. it. Changed my perspective on things. Ghetto superstar. But also was, like, pretty bad in some of the scenes, too, so. Like, yeah, he was sad? Yeah. Well, no, just, like, the people. Like, he was homeless. Like, he saw some scary-ass shit. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So. Um, you know, they have, they have um, homeless people have, like, a system of, like, uh, uh, symbols and stuff that they leave certain places to tell you what's going on there and mm. things about it. That makes sense. I mean, I'm, they probably don't carry like cell phones and stuff, so yeah, it's super ways. intricate. It's so cool. I, I remember looking through like a guide of it one time. And I was like, that is bizarre. Kind so of, like, you can see like a random symbol, so, like, like a sign, and it can mean. They something. They might tell you if it's like a place that's claimed, like a place like where it's like mm. they, they're dwelling. Um, I think some of them saw like danger here, like that either like the people that don't want you in that community. Like it's like a dangerous yeah, thing, right? Um, you know, stuff stuff like that, just to kind of give you a guide of like where what's going on for you mm-hmm. in the scene. I, I love it. I, in my head, there's a guy that hands you like a laminated pamphlet. Welcome, with the sign. Mm-hmm. welcome to homelessness. The doors <laughs> open. <Yeah. laughs> You're in the union now. You have like a corporate training yeah. and stuff. <laughs> Here's your starter pack, homeless corp. <laughs> they, they give you like a little uh, powder bottle full of that color that just makes you look. You know, mm. that, they, homeless people's clothes have that color. It's the color, that man. dirty color, mm. like just like a layer of dirt. Yeah, you, just you have like a roll of shopping carts, all different brands. <laughs> Like Walmart. <laughs> Broken wheels yeah. and stuff. Yeah. There's one rule. Pick There's one. no rules. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be rules. For sure. But who enforces the rules of the homeless? Besides police. They, that's what I'm saying. Is I feel like there's, there's got to be a code. system. Yeah. Like there, there's probably in a community of homeless people like a hierarchy of like yeah. these people. Like lead homeless person. Yeah. These guys get the most drugs. So they're the leaders. Yeah. <laughs> as sad as it true. is. Yeah. yeah. Damn. It'll be another. It's another world, dude. It's Again, back to Hawaii. When I was there, before you drove into the the place where like the hotels and stuff were, out on the outskirts, there were tent cities, like parks yeah. that were just tents just and shot, like random. all kinds of stuff that was just little makeshift homes. So they was that Honolulu? Yeah, they must have had uh, more lax laws about being homeless. It was a ton of them. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Honolulu's be- Honolulu is beautiful. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. That's yeah. on my list. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we flew on a helicopter around where they uh, shot like uh, the dinosaur movie, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. It was really cool, man. It's yeah, just beautiful. It's, up there. it's so pretty. Yeah, that is cool. And I feel like when you do travel more, you get more experiences like the homeless guy thing. For like sure. I wouldn't do something like that here, but I feel like in a new setting on vacation, I might do some random yeah. shit that I wouldn't do. Yeah. Gives so- you a story to, have to, talk, to talk about. This episode has been brought to you by Loom Paddleboard Company. Uh, we got to hit the water this weekend with the boards and it was pretty awesome. What do you guys think? Yeah, those things are badass, man. Yeah. I'm super happy that we got to try those. They were some of the nicest boards I've used. Yeah, I, I didn't know that there were inflatable paddle boards. Like, it yeah. makes it so much out more helpful. Uh-huh. Um, when we were coordinating with the company, we were talking about, you know, getting the boards. And I'm thinking, like, um, how am I going to fit this 12-foot board in, in my house? Yeah, they, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In your whip, dude. But I can just roll that bad boy up, put it in my back, back trunk, and we're good to go. Roll that shit. Yeah. And for me, I'm learning how to do the standing paddle boards. Yeah. I don't know the exact name for it, but it looks badass. And yeah. everyone I see everyone doing it. So I was practicing on these. And of all the other boards I've tried, this was the easiest. Mm. The weight was perfectly... And, 
I'll say like for for an inflatable paddleboard, it was a lot more durable and like sturdy than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like in my head, I was picturing like you know those like shitty mattresses you get. Like, I thought it would be like something like that, but it's like super sturdy and yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. Like I was doing headstands on it. So so go to LudenPaddleboardCompany dot com. Uh, check out their boards; they're great. Uh, born in Wisconsin, actually, on the lakes of Wisconsin. So you know, shout out the W. Shout out Loon Paddleboards. Oh yeah, tell them who sent you. So speaking of travel, we were uh, talking about this earlier, um, about ideal travel places. And I was telling Jordan that I think my idea, like a lot of people think like tropic when they hear vacation and travel. But for me, I think I would choose like snow and mountains over that personally. Like, what do you guys think about like ideal travel places? Because you mentioned Hawaii. Is that like your number one or is that a place that you want to go? No, it's definitely not up there. Greece is up there for like my family aspect. I want to see that. But now that I'm living in Houston and it is hot all year round, I would like to experience some cold and some mountains. Yeah, it's not too mountainous cold. here. I, I would really enjoy that. Like, just get a hot tub and, like, stare into the mountains mm. and stuff. Like, that would be cool to me. But I do want to see, like, islanding things. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we'd be out there. But, yeah, definitely in the mountains. Now that if you were like, hey, Alec, you want to go on vacation? Like, next week I'm going to the mountains. Yeah. But It's next, so hot right now. <laughs> after that. I would definitely go on like an island or yeah, for sure. What for you, myself, um, for myself, I I really like places like the, one of my ideal my first spots I really want to go to um is the Fifi Islands in Thailand. Fifi, yeah. Mm-hmm. What the Fiji? Fifi, P H I P H I. No, I never heard that. Where's that? Yeah. Um, it's in Thailand. Oh, yeah. Thailand's on site. Yeah, though. I love that. It's huh. it's really cool. You've probably seen it before. It's a really popular little area. Might yeah, be maybe. might be proposed to T T Small oh, there. That's where okay. they got married. Shout out shacked Mike up. <laughs> shout, uh, shout out Mike B. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> but I really like like um I like for some reason Thailand's always just been really appealing to me because it's such a like a it's a simpler culture but mm-hmm. there's so, like there's I feel like they just. They're so busy that they're just, like, built on top of each other. And I just mm. love how, like, hectic and chaotic the cities seem. And, like, there's – you might see, like, a Mercedes-Benz rolling through and then a dude on a cart with being pulled by a yeah. donkey. You know, like – and that's really cool to me. I have friends that have gone there, and they said it's really cheap. Yeah. It's, like, one of the cheapest places to travel to. I've seen that, yeah. Which is also a plus. You well, gotta take in money when you – You know the thing – and this isn't a really – I don't think this would be something for you, but mm-hmm. um, I – I'm little. I'm Alec and I are both darker in color. I was gonna jokingly say it's because I'm white. Well, yeah, and I think <laughs> when we travel to places like that, it's a little. We don't stick out quite as much. So like oh, for, sure. As like if I, if I were like a white guy traveling somewhere, mm. I'd be like concerned with that. That's a concern because like you're in another country. Those you know they don't not, they don't know nobody. Have you ever heard yeah, stories of uh, black people going to China and everyone thinks they're like Michael Jordan and shit? Yeah, because <laughs> like, yeah. black people are so yeah. rare. <laughs> you know, like, people always talk about how it's like we're so racist saying every Chinese person looks like that's fucking racist too to say every black person's Michael yeah. Jordan. Well, I think it's more so just like people that you don't see as often. Yeah, like they just look similar. True, true, Deb. Because I think the more immersed you get into a culture, you start to realize that not everyone looks the same. But if you don't see that type of people that often, like they're going to look pretty similar. I think I think it's but once you because like so being mixed a lot of people think all mixed people are my brother or sister um, like Alec and I could walk <laughs> oh, into sure. a place and tell people we're brothers yeah, and yeah, people yeah, believe yeah. it yeah. yeah yeah no questions asked I think that mixed people we should get an entirely new label we scrap mulatto and get rid of that because I hate mulatto it's mm-hmm. a stupid term do you know where mulatto comes from no so mulatto I know it's bad but the I don't root know, like, word the is mule like mulus. And it's Latin for mule, which a mule is a cross of a donkey and a, a horse. Wow. Right? Yeah. Something about that's offensive to be called a donkey horse man. 
Well, yeah, I'm sure when that term was created, there's hella racism and for, it was linked to. For sure. But I wonder why I was like, do you know the origin story? Why is it specific to mixed people? Because it's a mix. It's so it's like, that's what it is. It's like to mix oh, and oh. combine. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. When I was younger, my mom said that if anyone calls you mulatto, hit them right in the face yeah. as hard as you can. Just it's, because it's, it's it comparable was, to, to N word. so bad. Yeah. It should be. I, I honestly didn't know growing up. I like recently found out that it was offensive and that sucks. Like saying racist shit and not knowing. I got like, called that. that. In like elementary school, by like teachers, like adults would say that. Yeah, to you. like oh, oh you're, you're mulatto, mulatto and the kid said that to me, like being racist. Yeah, he's like, oh, you mulatto. What? Like, yeah, and I remember I went home. That's when I asked my mom, and I was like, hey mom, what's this mean? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, don't don't take that. Yeah, yeah. you know, my Damn. my grandmother when I was a kid, uh, I asked her what the n word meant, and she said it means ignorant. So like for me that wasn't enough of a description. So like I didn't get that it was how negative the word was. So I just thought it meant ignorant. I thought it meant like another phrase for ig- <laughs> for for that for ignorant. It's weird how racism is taught to you. Yeah, you know, because sure. nothing nothing it means anything like that until it's taught to you. And the way you feel about certain people that's not natural. Yeah, racism is taught. Yeah, totally. Racism is definitely taught. One thing that I was thinking about today was, um, growing up in Wisconsin, one thing that I didn't have was african-american teachers mm, like i didn't have point. a lot yeah. of african-americans that taught me things growing up and i think that made a skewed vision on like most of the things For that sure. i thought especially with my father mm. not being in my life and i was having that conversation with sylvia today on how like she's from Hempstead, and like most of her she showed me uh, a black history teacher and he was just like black excellence it was dope like he had like a suit on just like chilling i was like i wish i could have been taught by people like that so yeah. that i knew that side of the culture and things so I'm dabbling into it out here a little bit more, and yeah. I think that's something that is going to help me like grow in the future and things. So I don't, I've never had a black teacher. Yeah, I'm, I've never. And I, I don't think, think our schools had any. No, yeah, no. I was thinking about maybe. Appleton East and West, and I didn't know of one. We had a Sydney. He was the. That's the only African-American one. American yeah. club guy. I didn't that's get to I meet thought. him though. Do you know what's fucked up? Is I didn't get invited to African American club. They mm-hmm. came around and gave the cards to the black kids. I didn't get one. I had to just show up. Really? <laughs> and ask, I was like, hey, what's up? We, what are y'all doing here? How do they get that information? Do they ask, like, yeah, you, the office? I mean, like, who's black? Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. I think, well, they probably I, have a database. With, I like, think it's something that whoever the, the leader of the club produces, like, who the black kids mm-hmm. are. So they just we, have to know? We didn't have a lot. Yeah, yeah that's true. There was, there was no. a, it was a small group. Very small. Yeah, yeah. yeah so wow. that's been a, a life-changing experience for me. Hmm. Okay, so um, we have our next question up here from Hopkins A3. And actually know her pretty well. Um, she's a good friend of mine. So shout out Amber. Thank you for the question. Shout out to shout Amber. Out. Big big shout out. I think she's over in like Norway right now on vacation. Check it out. Check us out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Speaking looks, of traveling, it looks pretty cool. Norway was there for cool. two weeks, dude. Wow. Yeah, that's a great vacation. That's a, that's a long vacation. Yeah, a lot of my vacations are like four or five days. But like mm-hmm. two weeks is the way to go. Um, but she asked, with the holidays coming up, how do you guys stay focused on? your fitness and nutrition think about the holidays already i, I know like right Wait, once the holidays come around people just kind of give up after october like well fuck it i got all this candy to last me the next three months for me personally because i totally get thinking about the holidays already because when summer comes to an end like the end of august i'm like oh man it's already gonna be september which basically means it's october which is halloween and then it's gonna be thanksgiving mm, already then, yeah. you know what i'm saying there's so much sh- stuff right after yeah. another events yeah, so like Jordan's food. birthday in September. That's my whoop, birthday in October. One. Yeah, whoop, whoop. <laughs> have mine in March. 
<laughs> but your half birthdays in September. Yeah. Celebrate, baby. But back to the question. So, Al, I'll, let's hear yours first. Okay. So, one thing that I like to work on is every Sunday I at least try to meal prep for at least mm. 70 to 80% of my week. Yeah. So that I know I'm going to mess up because during this time of year, the food is good, it's mm. getting colder. My diet's gonna be a little messed up. So when I do eat bad, I like to substitute things for like testosterone that are natural that you would normally find like a test boost. So like I like maca, tribulus, fenugreek, just like plants that I would like I could find, but yeah. I get them in pill form at like the nutrition shop, hmm. just so that if I do eat bad, it usually causes more estrogen, and I do feel it in the morning. So I like to boost that back up. Not every day, but just periodically. Um, when I do go to the gym. I look at it as a job. Even if I don't want to go, I have to I have to show up because if I don't show up, I'm fired. And that usually gets me through my winter months cuz if it's my second job, I yeah. don't want to lose it. I need the money or whatnot. Yeah, so those type of things, my workouts are based around I like to visualize before I go in so I at least have something written down so I can see what I'm going to do. I don't want to go in there and just be like, "Oh, let's maybe see what's yeah, going to happen and then I end the up just leaving." Yeah. So I like to have a little plan, maybe a little more cardio I add in to get my heart rate higher mm-hmm. so I can eat more maybe. <laughs> I know yeah. it's a bad way to think of it. Maybe I'm working out for food, but at least I'm in there. Yeah, absolutely. So. I really like when it's cold in the cold months, I like getting a really good sweat going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because just like leaving the gym when you're hot and sweaty and then you go out and it's cold air, it feels so good. I love that. Yeah. You know, you know what's kind of interesting is listening to your routine and like how much it differs based off of our schedule. You're like, because Alec and I both have been, we actually like started our workout journey together. together. We thought we were so awesome, <laughs> and we took we. So okay, so going back, what is this like five years ago? Around there, right? Five years ago, I don't know what Damn, happened, but like Alec and I, we started hanging out and we went and got like some workout shirts together, and, and we put them on. It, and it was when like the big craze like it just started everyone was like pre-workouts yeah. like all the instagram stuff and uh we put the shirts on and they just weren't as flattering as we thought they were gonna be there i think alex shirts were like a size small and my shirt just, yeah. like, we just didn't feel good about ourselves but we started at the same time so like we have a Thank pretty you good for letting me wear that by the way <laughs> and not telling me about my little pudge <laughs> <laughs> um so we we both i feel like have gathered a lot of knowledge together over the last few years so like with your with Alex, so Alex' schedule is a lot different than mine. I, I have a really good benefit of being able to go home in the middle of the day for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so like what I do is I don't meal prep anymore. Is I just prep during that period of time, like to keep myself busy because oh, otherwise I fall asleep. Like fresh food too. Yeah, so I'll cook my food, eat, and then like prep what I need to. Usually it's not a lot of stuff. I'll prep it in the morning. Um, but you're right, prepping is half the battle when it comes to the holidays because you're gonna get. Especially if you work in like an office setting, even in a gym, people Sitting are gonna down. people are gonna get their garbage food and bring it to you. Mm-hmm. I've had so people so many st- treats and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I've had people stop by the gym with just like a tray of cookies and I'm like, what in your mind? Mm-hmm. Why did you bring this here? Because now it's my problem. I can either throw this tray yeah. of cookies away and be an asshole, and or just like hand them out. Yeah, yeah. So prepping to make sure that you're not hungry when you're you're off for those things, Cravings. but also like. When it's Thanksgiving, go enjoy your meal. Like, exactly. Indulge. Yeah, yeah. Eat till your stomach hurts. Whatever, you'll be fine. It's like, just one meal. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you and I think you need to have those times where like where you hate yourself because you ate too much because <laughs> yeah. it reminds you like Absolutely. I'm not going to do that to myself again. Yeah. Like the pluggers challenge. I always feel. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> Never I, again. <laughs> I always feel at the end of the holidays, everyone's so ready to just start working out, yeah. and eating good. Like, granted, it does go hand in hand with the New Year, New mm-hmm. Year's resolutions. But I, I truly do feel like, okay, like I got that out of my system. Yeah, like, it's I'm ready over. to eat clean now. Yeah, let's do it again. But isn't there something interesting about that? It says like you, every, it, 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 it's so, 
it's so apparent when you look at it because the new year is always that period of time where people start doing that but it's because of those three months they spend overindulging so like mm-hmm. if you let yourself you let your body learn what it's like to to feel like shit because you ate like shit yeah you you start to train yourself yeah, out yeah, of that yeah. habit but like it's such a short period of time that we hit the you know hit the <laughs> go full speed into eating like garbage yeah. um, for that three Balkan months. season. Yeah. <laughs> but we forget, you know, from January to like, I think they say that the, the, the common thing is by f- Valentine's day. Most people have given up on their Easily. resolution. Yeah. Easily. And again, I work in a gym. So firsthand, I see it. We have hundreds of people sign up in January. Yeah. You never see them. I bet it's crazy. And yeah. for myself, like I don't want to go to the gym every, every day. No, you know, I don't, no. I don't want to give up, but, but there'd be so many benefits if you did. Is. I look at it as like a instead of looking at it as like a short term healthy, I want a li- healthy lifestyle. So yeah, that yeah. does mean taking a day off because I don't feel like going to the gym. I can do that because I know yeah. my consistency. I'll be back there tomorrow exactly. and I'll have a better workout than every, I would have. Every day you don't, another day you gotta. Yep. Whoa, mind blown. Yeah, I just made that up. <laughs> the thing with winter for me is, and it's going to be way different here, but the last five years I was living in Minneapolis where it gets real cold for Bro, winter. It gets cold as fuck here. You, you're going to be so surprised. They're going to need a jacket yeah. and like boots. I brought my jackets and my Tim's and shit. It's, sure. it's weird because you would think it's nothing, right? Mm. But like you, I've had times where I go out in the winter, I'm like, are you like, kidding what? me? It's just <laughs> nice. freezing. I can't wait. Yeah. Like, but it's a different Yeah, freezing cold. like 30 though, right? No, no. Like no. I'm talking about like cold, the type of cold you need a jacket and a sweater on underneath. And it still doesn't cold. warm you up because it's just like goes the wind and it just mm-hmm. goes through you. It's weird. I'm telling you, man. Like cold. you're gonna be. It's, it's basically all the same bullshit as being cold in Minneapolis with no snow. snow. <laughs> yeah. It really is. I, I would say it's comparable. So I mean, I guess this this would stay relevant to here though. So when it's cold, I think the best thing is just like really like hot hearty food. Like it tastes yeah. so good, like oh, pozole or, or like food. pasta. And shit. Yeah. yeah, and around the so fire, good. dude, and you're yeah. just like eating s'mores dude, I, and stuff. I love I love in the cold weather like being having a person. You know, like because you get like that. I know, like cuffing season. It's it's all it's uh, like internal caveman instinct. Like <laughs> Jordan, cold. Jordan need woman <laughs> to warm me. Yeah, come to my hut and yeah. warm. So it's Interesting. Yeah. You have a fireplace, don't you? No, no. Okay. I I, though, I used to have a fireplace. Oh, you did. The one above you. Oh, yeah, you did. So cool. We never used it, but it was cool. It was I cool. might I might get like an electric fireplace. I have one an electric fireplace. I like has an electric fireplace behind his front door for some. You reason. can have mine. I'm <laughs> selling it. You can have it for free. You can, seriously, if you want it. Huh. We'll discuss this later. <laughs> yeah. Don't take it. I don't want it. <laughs> I'll buy it if Brock doesn't want it for free. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You're so lucky. I love your apartment, bro. What? And you got that big balcony. Because you have balcony. a huge deck. Your yeah. deck is long and thick. <laughs> you got a nice deck. You got a great deck, bro. <laughs> Thank you. You can yeah. see it from afar. Deck print. And it's private. You have a deck in the back. Yeah. No, I I, I like my Backdoor decking. It's Ooh. just... <laughs> because I live there, because I live alone and I don't have a company often, I just... I don't feel, like, very homey there. Yeah. You yeah. need a pet, bro. Yeah. I need something to come home to because it's just a place I sleep and eat. So, um... All three of us actually in the last year have gone through a pretty significant change in life. Oh, um, absolutely. With, we, all were, we all were like in long-term relationships since like being a little younger. Um, with I was a baby. Yeah. So baby. we all went through that big change. And um, Alec, you've had Biggie the whole time. You, yeah. you got Biggie my a long time ago. OG. But for mm-hmm. me though, like after my breakup, when I moved into the new place, I felt the same thing. I was just like... Eh, I was Alone. bored. Yeah. yeah. So I got a dog. And it was such a whim. Like I, I wanted to plan more. Um, but a girl that joined my gym and she joined my gym because I kept like 
reaching out to her. I was like, hey, you know, you said you want to come in. Like, you said you wanted to do this. Let's do this. Like, come check it out. So she came in. She joined the gym. And, like, her, like, sister's coworker posted something. And so down a long, long line of Facebook uh, advertising, her sister was giving away this dog. And I saw a picture of him. And he's, like, this white German shepherd with, like, blue eyes. And I was Beautiful. Like, I was like, I need. He's a German shepherd? Yeah, he's a German shepherd oh. husky mix. Oh. Yeah. Cool. And I, 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 right away I messaged her and I was like, Hey, I was like, you know, can I meet him? So like two days later I went and met him. And when I went to go meet him, I like kneeled down, knelt down on the ground and he came right up to me and put his face like right. In my face. It was like this perfect mm. amount of comfort. And I, I like looked at um, his mom and I was like, I was like, I, when can I take him? Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, just think about it. And um, cause she knew my, my situation. I told her, I was like, you know, I'm single, a new place. Yeah. So she wanted me to think about it and make sure I was committed. Sure. And I knew before when I left, I was like, I'm getting this dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give her the That's benefit. a good first experience. I, yeah, a lot of people like, don't I'm get gonna that. Give her the time to like, let me think I'm that her thing I'm thinking about. But I'm no. So I came back like two days later and picked him up and, We've been boys ever since. It's like the best, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. The bond and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I need a I need a furry friend. They're the coolest, man. <laughs> yeah. You get, there's some stuff that sucks, like when they piss everywhere, right. and, or like. But it's like you know, like I was telling I was telling Brock earlier today when he he came with me to check out you know take out my dog and walk him and stuff, and mm-hmm. he had a PP accident today after the dog park pissed everywhere. It was horrible. And then it got over his tail, and then he started wagging mm-hmm. his tail and pissed just, just flying. Full of pee. Yeah, it's terrible. And there's two dogs. Sounds similar to my life. Yeah. So, but um, like I personal I get, life. I get when I get when I get mad at him. It's not because he's doing bad dog things. It's because he's doing bad human things. Like if you know, I would be mad at my, one of my boys <laughs> if he just whipped it out in the back seat or pissing. You know, like I'd yeah. be mad. But, but it like, is a dog. He had no way of telling me in the car. Like you know, homie has a way of telling me when he wants to go outside. But he had no way of telling me in the car. Yeah, so true. I can't be mad at him for that. Or if I like, I leave some food out. He's gonna eat that shit. He's hungry. And he, he probably get just it. was holding it in for so long. Dude, he's like, I don't want to make Jordan mad. Yeah, Dude, true. He, he just it's at the dog park. He just goes into the water and sticks his face under the water <laughs> and just drinks. That's like awesome. he's just drinking the whole time. So I was mm-hmm. like, I couldn't. He peed after he did the pee in the car. He peed like four more times. There's just so much urine. Mm. Like he peed in the house, but whatever. It's, again, yeah. it's just dog shit. But if you come over to my place and piss yeah. in my house, I'm gonna be mad. I'm holding uh, against you. Maybe. Yeah, and in the car especially, like it sucks so bad if you drink a ton of water and you have to keep like mm-hmm. stopping. But at least you can con- um, converse and say that to someone if they're yeah. driving. But, like dogs have no way of doing yeah, it. That nothing. must be so shitty to have they, to pee that bad and not be able to do it. Like, they both. So I, I stopped at a pet store um, with my girlfriend, and uh, her dog was in the back, and. Uh, she calls me when I'm in the pet store and she's just like screaming like, ah, and I don't know what's going on. I'm like, what do you, and so <laughs> I go outside and there's just like, she's like, has her hands up and you know, when people get covered and stuff. They're like, ah, yeah, ah, just like unsure. And... I open the door and it just smells like urine and I can see like pee flying everywhere still. Oh. And I look in the back and we have like a waterproof like thing for them to sit in. And it's for just the like, chair. there's just a river of urine floating back and forth between urine the dog's river. paws. And oh. she's just got pee all over her and she doesn't know what to do. Ooh. And she's like, started crying and I'm like, just calm down. I'm like, it's just pee. It's just pee. And then yeah, you know, cleaned it up. And that's very cool of you, like, to have to freak out. Yeah, I'm, I think. So you could have, you both would have been freaking out together. You know, Al, you, like, so, so my girlfriend has anxiety. Like, she has, like, a little bit of anxiety. And um, being with someone that has anxiety, I think you learn how to calm situations down a lot faster and it helps you helps me be more of a calm person because i i see that and i want i You're care aware. about that person yeah. and i want her to be calm yeah being yeah. aware i definitely have anxiety yeah i have definitely yeah. anxiety issues and i'm working on them but there's times man where like especially around like a lot of people like concerts and stuff yeah. and just yeah it gets to you yeah it is 
It is it is is hard. Brock, do you ever experience anything like that? You've always been yeah. a pretty comfortable person. So. so I think for the most part, like that's what you guys see. But in my home life, especially like relationship, love life, I there are times in my last relationship where I'd handle situations poorly because I got in my own head thinking and I would be a little irrational. But instead of like what you said, like being calm about the situation, being understanding of that, like she knew we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I get get a certain way. And she would handle it so poorly and just kind of like battle that, like battle me. Yeah. But then I get defensive about myself and it was just like the worst thing that yeah. could have happened yeah. in that but situation. That's, that's probably the best reason. That's probably the, it's probably for the best that that's not the person you're with anymore. Yeah, then because oh, for sure. And then like, even for myself, like with anxiety, I can make a situation that is not anything into something yeah. horrible just because of my thoughts and just like what's going on and my mind's racing. So like one thing that I've been doing is just breathing. Yeah. Just learning how to take a breath. Walk away from a situation most likely too yeah. is just like don't engage if someone is like pushing you yeah. to do something and marijuana. Yeah. It's oh, something that like makes me look at things in a different way at times. Not consistently like every day, but just here and there where I can just be like, oh, I shouldn't have freaked out about that. Next time I want to do it differently. Right. This is your intervention, Alec. I know. <laughs> You're a dope head and we all know it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Hot head. Where is it? You just sit where around all day watching television on the couch. You're harboring <laughs> it. You don't know what you're doing to society. Nothing. Um, you know, I, think a lot of nothing. Times, I think a lot of times people, like there's, there's people who tote the edge, who walk the edge of the line, and there's people who like to push. And I feel like a lot of times the pushers find the toters. You know what I mean? Like that when they're seeking out relationships with people, like I, it's weird because you know when you first meet somebody for the first year, you you know them, you don't really know them because like they're they yeah. let you in little by little. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's like a subconscious thing that we can figure out, like whatever your fu- your fucked up thing is, you know, it makes you fucked up. Right. Yeah. We can figure out, we can f- sense it when other people have the compliment to that, the other side of the coin. Mm. And I think a lot of times some people who, who are drama written, you know, drama focused, they find a person who they can edge the and person. To who not, yeah. The edge yeah, and I agree. Push like a trigger. Yeah. And they know it's crazy. Cause after you've been with someone for a while, even just like your family, people who know you really well, mm-hmm. like your whole life, there's like a, they know exactly what oh. words to say. So like that, if you were to record it, and like show someone else they'd be like that doesn't sound bad at think. all mm-hmm. but like to you it's just like they know oh yeah I've had times in conversation <laughs> yeah. someone said something and I'm just sitting there and like nothing is going on in their head I'm just like this motherfucker <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh hell and no then you don't know if it's just like if it's you you looking for it or if it's right. there you know you're like you like you also you just like call her a bitch and she's like what did I do and you're like you know what you did yeah. she's like no I don't no, I'm yeah. leaving yeah. <laughs> then mother- I peel out and then I go around the block <laughs> smoke a bowl and come back. <laughs> I think everything's good. So I do want to find out a little bit more about these chopsticks you were talking about. Yeah, so I read an ar- article on hacking the flavor of food with electric chopsticks. Hacking food? Yes. So what they're saying the is future. if you use these chopsticks, they will like shock your tongue and make you like say you eat chicken it can make it into like a saltier version of the chicken or like a flavor almost with how much electricity goes through the chopsticks that's crazy so they're saying if this does work and it's what it's cracked up to be salt like the biggest epidemic in in the u.s with like um diabetes and things it can beat the salt stuff oh it tricks your brain yeah Mm -hmm. i took a look at the same article and do you see the part where they said like you could even like Say, for example, you're eating broccoli, and the chopsticks could make it so you taste cheesecake. Yeah. Do you remember in one of the one of the first episodes we did of this podcast, we were talking about how in the future, food is just going to be like sludge, but it, you can have it taste oh, how yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah. That's totally where this is going. Yeah. Easily. That is so crazy. I mean, Concerns. like, 
my biggest concern with that is like you can still overeat food that's not bad for you you know like, yeah so like like because there are certain food pairings that you can eat in order to keep eating and it'll make your body like, like force salty your body, sweet yeah, like force your body into it and we naturally we go for that like we don't even it's something a lot of us don't even understand but like we naturally do it it's just like a natural thing your brain does in order to make room and eat food so like i feel like we can still overindulge quite a bit even if we're eating things that are better for us mm-hmm. um one concern that I would have is one thing that I was reading was when you do eat certain type of foods, like say a piece of broccoli or a chicken, your taste buds and saliva is recognizing what's yeah. in your mouth and then it goes to your stomach health. Yeah. So mm. if you do want to digest it and you think it's cheesecake, like your stomach's just going to be like, what? And then yeah. throw everything off. So you're still almost, your mind is thinking you're eating something sweet and bad for you. You know, I think do you my biggest semen flavor. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest concern um, that seems pretty obvious is putting electricity in your mouth. Like, yeah. That seems dangerous. I mean, there's electricity <laughs> in our body as it is always. Yeah, mm. I suppose. It's not a lot, but... But just like purposely putting electricity onto something that you're putting in your mouth sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. Just, it sounds yeah, like you're it, asking... Because you, you are asking to shock yourself. There could That's be a lot of different uh, bad things to that. And want, yeah. the sludge thing, too. Like, what if you are eating not like no nutrition yeah. like sludge? Well, yeah. we do that now. They're very true. Yeah, so, I I had eaten um I'd eaten I was out and about today like all morning and I was sort of nursing a little bit of a hangover like mm-hmm. I had a little one it was lingering yeah and I was hungry and I went to Wendy's and I got like a burger four for four no, I got a burger soak up the alcohol I got a burger I want a little burger and then I was like I'm gonna do something good for myself and I got a chicken salad yeah. like a chicken like avocado salad Ooh, and as Wendy's I was, avocado as I was eating it I was just like I, I ate all of that and I felt like I didn't eat anything like my body like my body is so used to like nutritionally dense food I, after I ate all that shit it was a lot of food and I just like didn't feel anything mm. I was like empty still not even like an air feeling just nothing, empty dude, I, I literally felt like I ate nothing Crazy. Um, and so still hungry yeah so hungry and mm. um but it's interesting because like I, I get these little bars um they're called RX bars, oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. I get those, and I'll eat, like I keep them in my car, in my bag, when I'm at work, whatever. And I'll munch those, and those make me feel like uh, they super dense, and they're so small, yeah, yeah. But like they're so small. That's the thing that trips me out. Is like you can eat a lot of like not nutritionally dense food and feel nothing. That's what Chinese food is. What people all say that the whole thing where like you'll be hungry in an hour is because it's food, but it's not food. It's not the same. It doesn't have nutrients, mm. and that's what our body's looking for when you're hungry. Yeah. Nutrients. Yeah, that's true. Just to fill a gap. So are you eating meat again? Oh fuck yeah, bro! <laughs> so so the this is news. So, yeah, I was a vegetarian for two like two and a half months or so, um, and towards that last like half half of that that last half month, I started eating more fish. I was eating um, mm-hmm. you know, like salmon and tuna and sardines. I like sardines, but uh, the first day that I ate like a like beef, because um, I haven't eaten turkey yet, I didn't really care for turkey. So the first day of beef, mm-hmm. I got these like grass fed beef patties from H-E-B. I got four of them. Hell yeah. And I went home and, and at lunch that day I made a little little burger with like avocado and uh, hummus on it and mm. like spinach. It was so good. Sounds delicious. Yeah. And uh, uh, I ate that and it just triggered this thing in my brain. I ate all four of the other patties. <laughs> just I was overindulged. So, yeah. Then the next morning. You probably needed it. <laughs> the next morning I went to the grocery store before work and I was going to pick up some more of those patties, and they didn't have them out yet. So I went out lunch and then picked them up again and ate another <laughs> box of them. And I just got Four? two boxes. Yeah, I just got two boxes of them when I went, Holy or two shit. little things of them. Dude, they're, they're not very big. Like, they're, uh, they're small enough patties to fit along, like, an English muffin pretty uh, pretty normally. But, like, 
it's just I felt huh. so it's like it's crazy just from the like the yeah, meat and things and, and I feel like you know your body well enough to where yeah. if you are overeating in a bad way yeah. you're aware so that might I, be something I will need. say the one thing I noticed the most is like when I was a vegetarian um, I could come home and I'd eat I'd eat huge salads like just fucking like like giant mixing bowl salads because that's the first time I eat is usually in the midday and um I would feel I wouldn't get sleepy but like as I as I started like kind of testing the waters, I started eating salmon at lunch, and I get really tired because high in fat content takes your body a long time to break that down. Sure. But like when I ate those burgers, like I got so tired, yeah, like I yeah, just I'm shut sure. down. But because you know beef takes a long time for your body yeah, to break bet, down. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's it was so good, and I said burgers <laughs> again yesterday. Hell and, yeah! Uh, so yesterday I was at uh I was out at Lake Lake Conroe, and uh, actually one of, one of my friends, her father's a very famous chef in Houston. Yeah. Um, chef Charles Carroll, shout out. Chef Charles Carroll. He has, he has a few podcasts. Um, maybe sometime we'll we'll bring him on the show and chat with him. But he made us burgers and stuff. And I was like sitting there thinking because he's cooked me for us before. And I was like, people pay this guy dick loads of money to make them food. And he's That's a lot. Like, you know, cooking like he, for free. Like we all ate. And he was like, does anybody else want any more burgers? And I was like, I was like the only person raising. I was like, me, give me two more. Mm. Did you tip him? No, dude. I just said thank you. Though. <laughs> did he, did he enjoy joking. doing it? Yeah, he loves cooking. You can yeah, tell. I'm like, sure. it's a big production for him. Yeah, like, it's not like you know just busting out this and that. Like, they take so much time in organizing all mm. the prep preparation, so it just looks like everything's just neatly done. And mm. I'm sure his grill, dude. Yeah, was the shit. Actually, no, no. I'm sorry. It's it's pretty normal grill. Really? Yeah. It was. He like didn't a, have like it was just like a round normal round. I take one. it back. Um. He did some stuff I don't understand. Like he put didn't put the coals in. He put them like a big tube and then like heated it's them in charcoal. The tube. Oh, so he knows. He's, I did. Yeah. I read about that charcoal. Yeah, it was so good though, bro. Like Hell yeah. every patty he like did hand by hand and he like mixed up some sauces and their kitchen utensils because the mom is a chef too, mm. so she's a chef. Oh damn, stainless steel stuff, dude. Like kids you know, are eating good. Yeah, it's so good. Like their family is so healthy and. And like lean, just aware. Yeah, that's awesome. Funniest thing though is like, so my friend Kelsey, her her boyfriend, um, that he was there, and he's like the most picky eater ever. So it's kind of funny that like he gets involved with a family that's like super into foods, and he's mm. not. He's a very picky no, he's eater. Not like, yeah. yeah, he's not going for new experiences really. I was a really picky picky eater growing up, and I can't imagine having like parents that are like culinary chefs, like do it yeah. big with a bunch of seasonings <laughs> and like vegetables and stuff like that because as a kid i'd be like i just want a chicken sandwich or like yeah. pbj and they're like are you serious like, <laughs> yeah. i just cooked this whole thing for you and you just want i just want pop tarts yeah right yeah. uncrustables the first time i had an avocado was like sophomore year and i was yeah. like what the fuck is this green shit <laughs> avocado is pretty good I- i'm a big fan of y'all oh yeah, i love them yeah i love them now i first had mine when i was like 20 probably mm-hmm. Like, it took me a long time to get there, but when I did, like, I love it now. Yeah. I buy them. You know what sure. sometimes I'll do is I'll cut an avocado in half. Like, when, because I, I, sometimes I get too many, and um, they'll be close to going bad. And I'll cut it in half, and I'll just sprinkle Parmesan cheese, salt, pepper, and a little, like a little bit yeah, of yeah. Tabasco sauce on mm. it, and just eat it right out of the hmm. skin. It's, it's, I love it. I'll substitute it for carbs. Yeah. So, like, if I don't want to do rice or anything like that and just cut my carbs, avocado. I'll just do avocado. Because mm-hmm. growing up, there's always been a side of carbs and then, like, meat, yeah. and then everything was bla- based around that. So, I'm, mm-hmm. like, trying you know, to change my mind like, to thinking well, of carbs. How we've learned how to eat is such bullshit. Yeah. Horrible, dude. So the food I, pyramid. When I was going through my <laughs> stuff for, um, like, certification uh, for nutrition and stuff, like, what they give you is just nothing that's really apply- – you can apply to real people. It's all mm. bullshit. And it's just weird because that's the standard, right? So, like, for me to have the permission to do my job, it's like you need to know this made-up shit. Yeah. Interesting. You have to, have like, have your own experiences to make it work. 
Because if I if I taught people, if I guided people by the textbook standards, nobody get anywhere. Mm. Wasn't the food pyramid created to like help certain industries yeah. To survive? Yeah, that's crazy. You know, I, I'd watched a video where this guy broke down breakfast for me one time. So like, if you were to say your breakfast was like chicken, or sorry, eggs, bacon orange juice right so those three things like staples right when you think about breakfast yeah it's like okay so an egg is and an a aborted, side of bread you refer to an egg as like an aborted fetus chicken fetus which made it not sound as appetizing but even though i, I disagree don't like I, I think the egg is the best protein you could pot like the I most complete eggs. thing you could put in your body yeah it's great they don't hurt the chicken it's awesome yeah unless um, yeah the only thing i could say is like animal cruelty to the yeah. chicken but if you have your own chickens yeah. which i want to do Sometimes one day they kick chickens Whoop. you know um, in the factories, they're kickable. They're the perfect size and shape. But anyway, um, <laughs> so the second thing was bacon. So it's like bacon, fried yeah. ass. pork ass, yeah, <laughs> which is a weird thing because pigs are disgusting animals. They can't sweat through their skin, so they just hold all that salt and sodium in. Um, and then the third thing was orange juice. Like, so a glass of orange juice is probably like five oranges in total. So it's like sitting down and just eating five oranges without all the things that make it beneficial, like the fiber and the and the orange juice industry. I heard is all fucked up. Yeah, but really? just like how they make it. Like, yeah, it's not actually orange. What about juice. where they get the oranges? Some of it's not even orange juice. Yeah. Like in the real, it's just flavored. Dude, water. The, have you seen the stuff with the cabbage and lettuce? Not even water. So like, there's actually. Oh, you have you all, either of y'all seen yeah this? i've seen it you showed yeah. me actually um so there's ways that you can make cabbage and lettuce basically it looks like uh they have a little pool of water and then like three different colors of like liquid like white green, it's like and oh. dipping a t-shirt in yeah. like, and then, like a dye thing you, they ladle it in and like spin it and then like push down on it and then ladle in more so like layers and layers and then you come out with cabbage yeah i saw that the shit it's, it's so messed me up. up man that's that's over in like china though yeah but i i even heard like the lettuce in the what is it called romaine yeah is like what crohn's comes from yeah like majority unless yeah Yeah. it's like really bad for your colon that stinks i know a lot of people with crohn's disease and it's (laughs) no no joke crohn's is horrible like crohn's is just not like there's just foods that just turn on you like like it's a brock it's like you loving your own crustables and they're just like so happy and yummy in your stomach and then one day a crustable is like hey brock fuck you and they just destroy your gut that's my buddy had to carry toilet paper in his truck yeah because he just he had crohn's and he just he actually got sent to the hospital dude did you know there's like the two versions of it's like on ones, steroids for ones you don't poop and ones you poop a lot or you can't like mm. i don't know those maybe, are both extremes no let me rephrase that because i might be misunderstanding it one he might have carried the toilet paper around because he had to poop any chance he got so that was yeah. his problem yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah so i know a girl who she says she doesn't she only poops every, every two weeks Okay, so what? I've pause on that note. I've ran into that problem so much. I like okay. sell vitamins and stuff. Okay. Every day there's a girl that comes in and says, "How can I poop? Like, what can I take to poop? Because it's been so long." Wow. It's like, know, it's sometimes weeks. it's common for um, uh, eating disorders to yeah. to lead to Crohn's. Well, one thing that I know, even with like people that are close to me, like women, is they will go a long period of time without eating. And then their metabolism will slow down. So when they do eat something, it just doesn't work, and their stomach, their food sits there and just gets all the nutrients it can because it doesn't know when it's going to eat it, like get more. So in that aspect, you won't go to the bathroom. And a lot of people like to do like the fasting. Everyone's yeah. like, "I'm going to fast majority of my day," but that's the big new thing, I think. But it's not like a fast from eating a lot. It's just like a year of fasting yeah. every morning or every day, yeah. and then your stomach people just stops just working. Doing it right. I mm-hmm. can imagine not pooping for two weeks. Yeah. I can't imagine not pooping for a no. day. And you know how uncomfortable <laughs> you'd be? Like, and a, lot of oh, them are, yeah. and a lot of them are females, so I feel like that would interrupt like your sex life. 
You can't be having sex with a stomach or, full of poop. Yeah, feel sexy. Yeah, no. Because mm. what, what if it, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. No. So, it's insane, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's really serious. Like, it's really not funny. You know? mm-hmm. And we laugh about I've had it. a lot of people ask me. Yeah. I mean, I sat in the hospital with a friend of mine, and she had, she had uh, Crohn's and some IBS issues, and I, like, went to the hospital with her because we didn't know what was going on with her. Turns out she had to poop, or she couldn't. She, she, couldn't, to, she couldn't poop. To kind of like Takashi nine six nine. To tell a, a funny story on the similar situation without making fun of it, I have a really close friend uh, in Minneapolis. His name is Marcos, and uh, he told me a story about one time he thought uh, there was something going wrong, like exploded in his stomach, and something was going terribly wrong. Wow. He got like airlifted from a helicopter. They're at like summer camp or something like that. He got airlifted from a helicopter back or to like the Mayo Clinic, which is like one of the best hospitals in the country yeah. in minnesota and they found out that he's just constipated yeah they like airlifted him helicopter because they thought he was gonna die damn it's like, been so much pain hell. and then they got there and it's like yeah he just yeah yeah it must have been bad yeah, like he probably it must have been really bad but he was so embarrassed show. when they told him it's like yeah you're just constipated and they gave him some just take some like pepto-bismol that's not good for you either but whatever <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think like nurses and doctors, they just go through so much, so many things, man. We're gonna so, say so much shit. No, oh. <laughs> this has been episode six of the Jab Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Whoop whoop. As always, we want to say thank you to the listeners and uh, the people who ask questions. I got Angela Jean. Send us your shirt size and the address. We'll send that shirt out to you. And we got Hopkins A three Amber. Thank you for shouting out to us. Um, keep the questions coming, guys. We really appreciate it. We love the engagement yeah. that our fans have been showing. We, DMs um, are open. We yeah. post it every Monday. Slide in the DMs. Let's yes. do it. And on September 9th, you could catch us at Axelrad. <laughs> Slip and slide time, because Houston is building a swimming hole. Swimming hole. Come dip your toes in at the swimming hole. Yeah. <laughs> As always, this is People Call Me Jay. Young Al. And this is Breezy Rando. We love you. Thank you. We out. Stay cool, Houston. Watch out for the jab. Watch out for the jab. Watch out for the jab. My whole crew out.